I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, August 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, Air Canada has added Apple TV Plus to its in-flight programming, putting its entertainment bundle on pace to nearly double this year. Now, it's nice knowing that the next time our plane is stuck on the tarmac at Pearson, we'll at least have a couple seasons of Ted Lasso to keep us going and at least one good season. (laughs) You know, I'm a big Ted Lasso fan, but this strikes me weird because the show Hijack is also on Apple TV. I think they'll take that off for the plane ride. Yeah, maybe. You know, I I bet you you could watch a lot of random stuff on it. What this does do for me, though, is it is discouraging me from watching Apple TV Plus. Oh. Because I'm just holding off now because I know that someday I'll have a flight and I'll just go on the flight and I'll watch all of the Apple TV Plus content in one swoop rather than just watch. There's nothing particularly compelling on there, but there is some interesting stuff. I'd rather wait to watch that for a flight. So you're giving a thumbs down on this to Apple TV, but maybe a thumbs up to Air Canada for this movie. Well, whatever. Air Canada has a near monopoly in this country. So I guess thumbs up to Air Canada for creating that. But I think think it's a thumbs down for Apple TV+. Plus. It's an interesting experiment. I, for one, will likely cancel my subscription now and only consume that content on planes. Well, that is an interesting take, Brett, on this. And aside from this interesting Air Canada and Apple TV Plus collab, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Meta ends news access in Canada. For our second story, Cricket's Canada push. And for our last story, Plastic is a dish best served cold. For our first story, have you heard the news? Well, maybe not, since Meta's starting to pull news access in Canada. Okay, Brett, what are they really pulling news? What's going on right now? So they're really pulling news, at least that's what they're saying. So Meta has started the process of ending news availability in Canada in response to the Online News Act, a law requiring digital platforms to pay local news outlets. The law is based on the premise that big tech benefits unfairly from news content shared on its platforms, taking away advertising dollars from those who actually, you know, create the news. Meta claims that the reverse is true. News outlets, uh, this is a quote, according to them, news outlets voluntarily share content to expand their audiences and help their bottom line, said Meta Canada's head of public policy. And it matters because experts say Canada has been made into an example as other jurisdictions consider similar laws to help outlets, but it's publishers and citizens who are actually paying the price. Next, over the coming months, people in Canada will no longer be able to view or share any news content on Facebook and Instagram, including articles and video content. You'll have to access news outside the peak, just like way back in the day, by going to websites, downloading mobile news apps, podcasts like this amazing podcast, Brett, or giving newspaper subscriptions a go like we do at our home. Big picture. Google also (laughs) announced that it plans to remove news content from its platforms in Canada, but it seems more keen to negotiate with the government than Meta does. For our second story, move over soccer and pickleball. By the way, especially pickleball. The (laughs) title of fastest growing sport in Canada belongs to cricket. Here's what's driving the news. The Global T20 Canada, GT20, an international cricket competition featuring several of the world's biggest cricketing stars, wraps up in Brampton this weekend. The two-week tourney founded in 2018 but put on pause during the pandemic is back and expects to bring in 50,000 fans and 150 million international TV viewers. Love that. It's happening because GT20 is trying to capitalize on Canada's status as a burgeoning cricket hotspot. Based on data collected by Cricket Canada and immigration forecasts, the number of cricket players in the country is projected to double to more than 500,000 over 10 years. 
Other initiatives to try and grow the sport in Canada include the creation of a new investment group called Boundaries North and a planned cane expansion for minor league cricket, North America's premier developmental cricket league. Not to mention a Blue Jays cricket day a couple weeks back. And it matters because let's take it back to grade nine civics. Canada is a cultural mosaic, a nation that prides itself on embracing and promoting multiculturalism. Cricket's rising popularity exemplifies this, reflecting how a new demographic, in this case, South Asians, can shape culture. Between 2015 and 2020, Canada welcomed 500,000 newcomers from countries where cricket is the national sport or has national representation. That's a number that's only going up. For our third and final story, sorry to break the news, Barbie fans, but not everything about plastic is fantastic. That's a great pun, Jay. So here's what's going on. Per Wired, a study into the release of plastics from food containers has found that microwaving can blast millions of bits of plastic called microplastics and even tinier nanoplastics into your food. And the hotter the conditions, the more plastic leaks in. It claims polypropylene containers in FDA-approved plastic food storage shed 100 times more particles per square centimeter during microwaving than when it's in the fridge. Researchers also expose kidney cells, part of the body's defense, to high concentrations of plastic beyond what would be shed after a single nuke, noting that plastics accumulate in the body over time, and they found that 75% of the cells die within just two days of exposure. And here's what Trinity College Dublin chemistry professor John Bolin said to Wired. I don't believe that there are microwave-safe plastics. That's troubling. (laughs) And it matters because while the human immune system can defend against microplastics, nanoplastics are small enough to slip past defenses and can mess with hormones that impact everything from a person's metabolism to their sexual development and fertility. Here's the bottom line. Despite a wave of plastic bans sweeping the world, including here in Canada, governments have made little effort to regulate the quality of plastic used in things like containers or drink cups, you know, the stuff that's most likely to be microwaved. Big Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett, and have a great Wednesday, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.